going on, guys? Welcome to episode number 47? Uh, Yeah, 47. Oh, that's right, because we couldn't think of a 46. Right. The who? I, we're going to have the same 47. Um, I don't know. Who? who what sport is yours? I got to think. That's I, I, Nick. Huh? That's an easy one. I mean, I think, I think I know who it is, but I, I gotta, I gotta see if he was number forty-seven or not. I gotta double check. I mean, I know who I want, but I also have. Hold on, give me one second. Take all the time you need, baby boy. Do 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 do. You can tell I just came from work because I have my glasses on. It makes me look smarter. <laughs> Wish I was joking. Oh, it wasn't forty. He was forty. All right. All right. Um. Wait, what sport were you thinking? Football. Were you thinking the big tank? Huh? No. Oh. I mean, I still had, I still have my, my, I still had who I was going to use, but I thought of another one just immediately because um, I'm going to loop it in later on. Yours is, yours is literally, mine is literally your GM, I believe. That's who mine is too. 100% John Lynch. What are you drinking? A little Gatorade Zero. I think this is the first time one of us has drank on the podcast in a while. It's been a, it's been a few times, yeah. I don't really drink much anymore, dude. No, nah, me either. I just eat like shit to counterbalance everything. See, I'm doing the opposite. I'm actually, I'm dieting now, trying to get in the wedding shape. I'm down eight pounds this week. You can't diet, dude. You just got to make changes. Yeah, that's what I said. It's just I'm just doing intermittent fasting and cutting out, going low carb. I poop a lot. I used to. I this. I've actually. I I got so scared. I just texted my buddies. I didn't poop yesterday for the first time in forever. And finally this morning at like six o'clock, it hit me. I felt. Was it awful? It was messy. Oh, I haven't had messy ones. I've been having the ones where it like takes a couple minutes for it to start really getting going. Mm-hmm. Then it feels like you're pushing cement out of your ass. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Would, you, would you like to say anything to me? Um, I guess congratulations are in order. You should probably be congratulating Dana, not me. Wait. Why? Did you not know I was getting engaged? No. What? Do you ever go on Facebook? Not really. I tagged you in the post. I didn't tag you in the post, but still. (laughs) What are you congratulating me for? Sam Hartman? Yeah, that's what I thought you were talking about. Dude, what a get. Can we talk about that briefly? I think we've touched on it before, the NIL. It's such a joke. It really needs to be regulated. It's such a shit show. Because the NIL, for me was put in place for dudes to get sponsorships and like all that shit. Not, Hey, do you want to come to Oklahoma? Here's $2 million. Right. Pretty much. Um, what do you want to start off with Nick? I guess probably football seeing that that's all we've heard about this week. Right. Um, yeah, that was Probably uh, we're going to touch on it in the top. That was probably one of the scariest things I've seen in a football field that ever. It it really was. I mean, the sad, the sad thing is, um, I mean, you feel great. Yeah. I hope I'm sure you saw a little while ago that DeMar Hamlin FaceTimed the bills this afternoon. Mm-mm. Yeah. He FaceTimed, he FaceTimed. That's awesome. He FaceTimed them this afternoon while they were at practice and um, good, 
glad to hear that he's okay. Um, it was it was scary. I mean, even people that didn't don't watch football, don't know anything about football, and all this stuff too. Just re, just really, this is one of the scariest moments ever in sports by far. I heard, I heard somebody say it perfectly. Let's throw it out the window. He he's probably never going to play football again. No. Um, somebody said it perfectly, but I hope he comes to and gets his cognitive function back and can realize how much he's loved and thought about after what happened to his charity. Right. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Um, Insane. And 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 certainly not to the same extent, but it kind of brought me back to the Ryan Shazier thing a few years ago where he was paralyzed and then he comes back and he's, he's able to walk again. And and it's so, so, some amazingly actually play football again years later. Did he? I think, I think he did. I think he suited back up. I don't think he ever actually played, but I think he was back on the roster. Um, Hey, wait one second. Yeah. I want, do you know offhand what the name of his charity is? Mm. I got it. The Chasing M's Foundation. Yeah, they deliver toys to kids and around Christmas time. And, and did you see his original goal was $2,500? $2,500. And then within like 18 hours, it was over like $7 million or something. Unbelievable, like dude. Yeah. And you know. And did, did, did you see Chris Jericho's thing? It's what's it called? No. I think it's uh, it's, at, it's almost at $8 million. Yeah. So you see what Chris, I, Jer- Chris Jericho did? Where he like spelled his name wrong and then he donated, donated five thousand. Yeah, spelled spell his name wrong and donated another five thousand. His name spelled right. Um, I think I want to talk about um, T Higgins too. I don't know I, if you saw what Bills fans did for him. They they finally they they rallied around him. And Josh Allen came out yesterday in his press unbelievable and said, "Just let leave this kid alone. He had he did nothing wrong." It was a football play. Right. It was not there was nothing malicious. He was he caught the ball. Hamlin made the tackle and he got up and said, just knowing because being obviously CPR first aid teach uh teaching certified, <coughs> my my immediate thought was um one of two things. It said it was um cardiac arrest due to blunt force trauma, which turned out to be, or he I had thought he maybe have had an aneurysm. What when, when I saw I wasn't watching the game originally because of course dana was watching some fucking movie um but then i saw it on twitter i was like as soon as i saw him go i'm like that's not good yeah yep it was josh allen's fucking all class dude like i saw a video a couple days ago and it was like players you can't hate and he was one and somebody posted like i'm with you with everybody but josh allen i'm like fucking for what Right. They're like, he's too cocky. I'm like, he's one of the most humble dudes I've ever seen. Yeah, he is. He doesn't. Who the fuck? There was another one on there, too. And I'm like, wait, really? Oh, Kayvon Thibodeau. Oh, God, what what an idiot. He is a douchebag. Yep. And for him to act like, because they asked him about Saturday's comments, which I guess we'll get into shortly. Yeah. He's like, I don't know who that is. Fuck right. you, dude. Yep. He's what was he a center? He's probably one of the best centers we've ever seen. Yeah, he 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 kept Peyton Manning upright for his entire career. Um, so I guess we'll just jump right into the NFL. Yeah. Um, they they're not playing the game. The Bengals, Bills. I don't. Do they really have to? Honestly. No, I mean they're going to be the two and three seed. I said they're going to do that's it's the right thing to do. Are the Bills going to be two? Huh? Yeah, the Bills will be two. And and I honestly think just, I think the Bengals would have blown out in that game. The Bengals had were not being stopped. that's that's the reason, and I, I say it's not, and that's the reason Buffalo will not win a championship. And it's nothing to do, obviously, with Demar Hamlin being hurt. But, but you you get to see recently how big of a loss like someone like Von Miller is. Their defense stinks right now. 
They have and they, their secondary is depleted too. They're they're old. They're old. They're the old Patriots where they have to try to outscore teams. Where they can't they can't stop teams. They can. Yep. They well, can for sure outscore teams though. But I said it's going to be like they're going to be the two and three. It doesn't matter which one's which because they're going to wind up playing each other. <laughs> the four seed is going to be the Jaguars after they sneak in and beat Tennessee this week. Crazy, right? Yep. And uh, Trevor then, Lawrence is the guy, man. He's fucking. He's a hell of a ball player. He, he can play. Um, my chair is sitting weird. There we go. Um, who else? What I mean, is there anything really to talk about about the NFL? Like the seeds are set, basically. No, no. Uh, the, the NFC is still kind of up in the air right now. Can the Detroit Niners still can, sneak in? The Niners can still get the one seed. Detroit still the winner of Detroit and Green Bay is in. Um, it's pretty much locked up that the four or five match is going to be Tampa Bay and Dallas and. As much as I don't like Tom Brady, I would love to see him, love to see him take out Dallas. Gives a fuck. Yeah. Um, I honestly want the Niners to be to either jump to the one seed or fall to the three, because I don't want to play at two seed. I don't want them because I think Green Bay is going to beat Detroit. Green Bay is the hottest team in the league right now. I don't want to play Aaron Rodgers right now, even well, though Kyle he- Shanahan has owned Green Bay in the playoffs. But I'd rather put. But I'd rather fall down to the three and play the Giants. Give me the freaking New York Giants. I uh, I lost in my fantasy championship game. By the way, two points, yeah. two oh, fucking not, points. Nothing to do with Monday night's game, though, right? No. What's his name? Did dick for me. Uh the wide receiver there from Green Bay, Lazard Watson. Oh, Aries Watson. Yeah. I don't even know if he played. Uh he was he was on the field. I saw him drop two balls. Do you know how? Like, I should get Coach of the Year recognition for what I had to do to this fucking team. <laughs> oh, speaking of sports, where's Derek Carr going to go? There are so many teams that could use him. He, Like I said, we've talked about it before. He is not a bad quarterback. He's, he's not the fucking problem, dude. No, he's not. He is not the problem. He's had what? Six different head coaches and like five different offensive <laughs> coordinators in his time there. How the hell can you develop anything? And, and Josh McDaniels is awful. He might be the terrible. worst coach in the NFL. He's terrible. But I, I, I got a strong feeling I know who will be the quarterback in Vegas next year. Get, wait. Rookie? No. Cam Newton? No. Baker Mayfield? I think Tom Brady's going to finish his career in Vegas next year. Mark. What do you think he's doing right now? You think he's just hammering down sluts? Probably. What? Wouldn't you? Me? No, Nick. I'm a happily engaged man. Um, <laughs> I do love her, but so. <laughs> um, um, no, I said I, I. I really don't know where Derek Carr is going. They said there. I do. Carolina. In. In. Oh, yeah, where quarterbacks go to die. Well, look at the last three years. Yeah. Philip Rivers, Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan, Matt yep. Ryan. I dude, I forgot all about him. Yep. Derek Carr. Yeah. Dude, speaking Derek. Of Matt, speaking of Matt Ryan, going back to Atlanta. Did you see the Mariota stuff? Mm-mm. They're saying they're saying flat out that he he legitimately said he quit on the team. He just he quit on his team. He's like fuck it. Yep, pretty much. So I'm done. I mean, do you blame him? I mean, you finally got a chance to start for the first time in how many years, and you did that. Let me let me ask you about my team for a second. Do you think they're going to keep Steve Wilkes as the head coach? I do. 
I do too. Yeah. I, I don't still, think he, I don't think he's a bad coach. I really don't. I think our our defense is good, dude. And your run game is unreal right now, too. And we got I think what's his name might be the most underrated receiver in the NFL. DJ Moore? DJ Moore is incredible. I draft I had I had him on all three of my fantasy teams this year. I love him. But he's also got Sam Darnold down in the ball. <laughs> also, also true. Here's the thing though. I know we're gonna be probably drafting in the top ten or twelve. Yeah. I don't this draft isn't I you don't need to go up and get a quarterback. There's no need. If if Will Levis is rated as the second best QB in the draft, who yeah, was fine. who was fucking horrendous at Kentucky this year? Yeah, you, you um, got, I you, think if he's one of the top two quarterbacks, you got time until you got to draft one. Even Bryce Young's probably going to go one to Houston. Yeah, even him, dude. To me, he's a stereotypical college quarterback. He's like 5'9", great arm, good athleticism, but Tyler Murray. Yeah. I don't really know what to say. Like, I don't – I think I would fucking – my dream scenario. Houston needs so much help, it doesn't matter who they take at number one. No, my dream scenario is Michael Mayer falling to Carolina. I fuck – but I don't know. I think they're really sold on Tommy Tremble at tight end, who's also from Notre Dame. <clears throat> um, I, dude, how about I saw a mock draft about Michael Mayer? They have him going to the Bengals at fifty-eight. Get the fuck out of here, dude! Kyle Pitts was drafted where? He's like four, something like that. Fuck! I, I, if that's what we're going with, Michael Mayer should be the number one pick. Because <laughs> I can tell you, he's fucking better than Kyle Pitts. What a, what a what a flash in the pan he's he was. But I also think he needs a fucking quarterback. Yeah, also true. Ever, yeah, that's exactly it. You're only as good as who's throwing the ball to you. Um, Super Bowl predictions didn't change. Um, who who you got? I it's still Buffalo and San Francisco. So I, I, I'm I'm leaning toward I'm leaning toward San Francisco since I think I think since he's. They're healthy again. They're, the tools are there. I think since I, he's going to be right through at the end. I tell you what, this might sound crazy from an outsider uh, looking in. I think right now Kansas City's the third best team in the AFC. Not even close. It's, they have a lot of problems. The other two are better than them. Yeah, they got problems. And the team that I picked at the beginning of the year to win the Super Bowl is finally starting to click. They're good. They're in the playoffs, and they're finally starting to click. The Chargers? The Chargers are starting to come together. I feel like they've had a lot of injuries too. Tough, Secondly, ton of injuries. Ton of injuries. I, I don't think what's his name's a great coach. No, he's he's no, he's terrible. But uh, that, he, Mike Williams is finally starting to get a little healthy. Keenan Allen's still banged up. But speaking of coaches, Austin Eckler's good. Yeah. Is this going to be the year Eric Bieniemy gets a fucking head coaching job? It's if it's if it's not, I don't know if there's a, if he's going to. I mean, there's like I'm sitting there right now in my mind, like going through. <laughs> Positions that are going to be open, like Vig, he's got to go right. McDaniel's is fuck, but you know what the thing is, they owe, they're gonna owe him a fuck ton of money. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, Denver, they're not gonna stick with Saturday in Indy, right? Um, let's Carolina see I... question mark. I don't really know. I I could see Carolina going. 
Uh, well, I mean, at the end of the day, Sean Payton's the hot commodity right now. He's the one that's going to go. Like said, Carolina, what's that? Carolina's going to be open. Indy's open. Um, Denver's open. Um, Vegas, Houston, question mark? Houston will be open. I don't know. I think they might give Lovey Smith enough. Dude, what was he supposed to do? Right. You and well, I would have had the same record. Yeah. Um, I mean, the one who, which I, I have to guarantee, has to guarantee is going to be open. How he still has his job, I don't freaking know. Wait, don't it's, say it. AFC or NFC? NFC. My division? No. NFC East? No. Hmm. Keep going. You only got two more, you only got two more places to go. Oh, God. <laughs> the North? How does Cliff Kingsbury still have a job? Oh, my fucking. You know what's crazy? He wasn't great in college either. No. No. I, I, how Arizona has retained him this long. and Maybe because he's handsome? The, the amount of talent he's had hasn't been able to get it done. Um, I mean, he Defense, be, defense isn't great, but their offense is fucking loaded. Well, that's I said, and I'm, and I'm worried too because it's going to be the third straight year that um, the Niners are going to lose a D coordinator. They lost Robert Salad to the Jets. They lost. Oh, yeah. He, he's the Miko Ryan, Ryan's getting a job. I like him a lot. Yeah, I do too. And that's a cool thing to see, I guess, right now in the league. It's a lot of young guys starting to like catch on. Yeah. And don't um, be surprised. Don't be surprised. I, I'm just going to float this one out there. I, I could be 100% wrong. Starting eight and three and missing the playoffs. That could cost McDaniels his job in Miami. You think so? It's listen. It's yeah, not. But he's of... like he's like hip, and everybody likes him. I'm Miami, that guy. I'm that guy who's like he's kind of a douchebag. That the way they've handled this whole Tua situation has made a lot of people question everything. I would not be surprised. Stephen Ross is the owner, right? Yeah. To see them, to see them just say gone. So, but I got to think this is the year for. If it's not B enemy, Dan Quinn's got to get another chance. Um, who was the? I don't think Dan Quinn's a good coach. I think he sucks. I don't either. I don't either. But Sean Payton's going to be the guy. Demico oh, Ryan. what's his name? I think he's completely proven he's a fucking really good coach. Who? Doug Peterson. Yeah, he's a good fucking coach. Because you look at that team, it's it's not great. No. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of the other one. There's one more hot he name. Would- he was the coordinator in freaking Seattle for a while, too. Um, Bubble. Daryl Bubble. What's his name's name's floating around a lot every time this time of year? Um, I think he's in Tampa right now. Leftwich. Yeah. His yeah. name gets thrown out a lot. Um, but So, while well, we're talking about that, let's uh, let's trans. It makes it a good transition. I, I want to play one quick game. All right. Before, I want to do this with another league later, too. I want to get to the awards for the NFL. Who's your MVP? The most valuable player in the NFL this season. Hmm. I don't know why I just looked to the side like that, like somebody was standing there. <laughs> I have to say... The most valuable player to their team right now 
and he's not going to win the award is probably Jalen Hurts. You don't think he's going to win it? No. I think he is. I, I think he um, should. I think he should. I agree, and I think Menchu playing kind of showed that. I, I wouldn't hate Josh Allen winning it. I think he should, too. There's one person that shouldn't win it who is going to win it, and it's gonna. he doesn't deserve it. Pat Mahomes? Patrick Mahomes, I don't think, deserves it this year. He's fucking incredible, though, dude. He is. He's very good. But it's – they're struggling right now, and he's not – But the just, offense isn't struggling. No. Their defense is atrocious. Their defense is terrible. I wouldn't be surprised if, – if the Bills and them play, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a 50-50 to 50 game. It was last year. <clears throat> um, Defensive player of the year. Nick Bosa, hands down. Who? You know. There's no other person that could win it. Benjamin, Nick, Benjamin Nick, Morrison. Nick Bosa is the defensive player of the year. Benjamin Morrison. Cornerback, Notre Dame. I don't really know. Sure, we'll go with Nick Bosa. Um, I I don't know rookie. I don't really know any rookies who really showed out this year. Not on offense. Um, you, you know the one thing I've learned in the last month, Justin Jefferson might be the best fucking receiver in football. Just think the fact that him, Jamar Chase, and Joe and Joe Burrow were all on the same team. How sick is that? That's fucking stupid. Um, so go to your transition. Um, we were talking about head coach and candidates, stuff like that, too. We can transition to college football. Is Jim Harbaugh going to be the next coach of the Carolina Panthers? That's going to really throw me into a whirlwind. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Um, Did you see all the possible – the reason why I think he might be leaving now, the possibility of sanctions coming down in Michigan today, you see that? He's going to pull the old Pete Carroll, the baby. The old Pete Carroll move, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm out. He's going to leave in the middle of the night like Lane Kiffin. Leave a shit storm and then leave a trail and then get out of there. Because that's exactly what Pete Carroll did. I could for sure see it. Mm-hmm. I could, but I think the one team you look at here, like my brother Mike said, Indy. It's where he played most of his fucking career. That's I wouldn't say most of his career, but that's where he had his career. He had his career, yeah. No, I get it. Um I don't I don't know. I guess maybe it'd be cool to see him in the NFL so I can stop fucking hating him. Let's say, would you? How would you? Would your tune change if he was the next Carolina Panthers coach? Because you you saw what he did in San Francisco. It was well, took him to the Super Bowl and they lost. Ron Rivera did that in Carolina too. Took him to the NFC Championship each of the first three years. You want to talk about a guy who I think might lose his job and might come back to Carolina? I love me some Ron Rivera. Riverboat Ron, baby. Riverboat Ron. Um, I don't. Hmm. I think any team, any team's a possibility, mm-hmm. but they're they're gonna have to shell out some cash. Any any team would be in the NFL would be lucky to have him. He's a hell of a coach. Mm-hmm. He's a classic motivator. Mm-hmm. Yep. He would run through a brick wall for him. Unless you're playing TCU, then you get handled. Um, Good transition. So we talk about the college football playoff. Hell yeah, Gator Bowl champs, baby! Woo! <laughs> Did you watch that game though? No, I didn't watch that. The Bulls games are are so pointless now because everyone's sitting out and prep for draft. How no, mad no. are you that you just like mispronounce words there? The Bulls games? What the fuck? All of the bowl games are, are pointless to watch. I don't know, Nick. I like sports, so I watch them. Yeah. But you can't win any money on it, so I don't want to watch them. 
No, I can't. Um, <laughs> the bowl games this year have been a shit show. No, the Notre Dame game was fucking great. If I if outsider looking in, like if I wasn't a Notre Dame fan, I would have been like, this game's awesome. But you know, outside, you know what team I do like even more now is the Tulane Green Wave. What a great win! Oh, tremendous! Yeah, yeah. A chef's kiss. Yeah. Suck it, USC. Fuck, fuck Caleb Williams, that bitch. Yeah. He's so quirky that he fucking writes fuck whatever team he's playing on his fingernails like a chick. Yeah. You fucking loser. And you reward him with a Heisman. Dude. Give me a break. Speaking of the college football playoffs, I'm fucked in the head. I cannot stop watching videos of these Ohio State fans popping champagne at midnight and then you can see their collective hearts being ripped out. Because <laughs> not only did 50-yard field goals, no joke. No. But not only did he miss it, he missed it like 20 yards to the left. It was like you were eyeline enough for a 50-yarder. Yeah, I mean, that's – it couldn't happen to a better team. I hate them more than any team in college football. Uh, not me. Um, I, I do hate them. Yeah, but uh, it, they were two great games to watch. And one yeah. that one that Georgia had no business winning. And no. one I, that I, TCU honest, never gave Michigan a chance to win that game. I'm a – what's it called? I'm an old man. So I didn't make it to midnight. Um, we were in Buffalo in a hotel room. We went to see my brother and my nephews and shit. Yeah. And uh, it was like 1130. I was watching the game. Ohio State was winning like the entire game. Mm-hmm. And then I fell asleep and said Georgia won. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Georgia and TCU. I, if you're not a Georgia fan, you got to be rooting for TCU. I still think it's going to be one of the lowest rated national championships. I no love one. what's his name, dude. That Max Duggan. He's fucking great. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. TCU. They said it on a podcast I listened to, man. They can score on anyone, dude. TCU can fucking score, dude. They okay. don't stand. They don't stand a chance. Mm. I hope they do. I really hope they do. I want it to be a decent game, but I just, I think, I think this game is like a thirty-five seventeen game. TCU? Uh no. How about Stetson Bennett's like as old as like Justin Fields? Stupid. No, who's who? Oh, he's the same age as Lamar Jackson, who's been in the league for like five years. Yeah. Yeah. If you would like to stay on college football, Nick, Notre Dame, we'll talk about them briefly. <laughs> Sam, uh, you, we'll talk about them. I'll let you, I'll let you go. Sam Hartman, <laughs> ACC all time leading passer. Dude, you know what the thing is? People talk about like, I, you and I have shit on the transfer portal a lot, and I do think it's kind of a joke. But in situations like this, they have to take advantage of it. And they got their guy. He'll I odds are he'll be the starter. There'll be a competition with Buckner and Jelly. Um Hartman will be the guy. Can you please put your phone away and listen to me talk? I am listening to you. Um Hartman put up numbers at Wake Forest, dude. What's he gonna do when he has weapons at Notre Dame? And the the thing is, right now at Wake Forest, he's <laughs> weapons, he says. <laughs> go ahead sorry keep going we're gonna make the playoff next year well yeah it's gonna be like 30 teams it's 12 prick um but it, i don't know man i'm excited i think notre dame's gonna have to navigate through this shit that's the best they can do with the nil because notre dame's never gonna there's gonna be a lot of schools out there who never are gonna be those schools who are like hey here's the bag come play for us mm-hmm it's not going to happen. And I, I love that Jimbo Fisher came out to say something about it when 
A&M randomly had the number one recruiting class in the country last year? Random. Yeah. A&M probably the biggest boosters in the country, too. Um, USC's probably got the biggest ones. Yeah, but they're like rappers and shit. Oh, man, you really opened your mouth deep to get that Gatorade in there. Jesus. Um, I don't really know. I wanted to talk more about college football, but nobody wants to hear me talk about Notre Dame. Can I ask you a question? Is that, was that your apartment before your fiance moved in? What's this? Like your apartment. Was that yours before she moved in? Or, or did Where? you guys move into that apartment together? Where? Your place that you're in. It's a house. I, oh, I, I didn't know. I moved into her house. Yeah. Oh, I. Oh, really? And she let you hang all that garbage up, huh? Yep. I got my back. Got a back room all to myself. I'm gonna buy you something to get rid of that Syracuse thing. Why? Hey, <sighs> wait one second. I'm getting a phone call from work. I'm gonna stop the recording. All right. And we're back. And you know what sucks? I'm recording this on Zoom. So when I clip together the fucking podcast, I'm going to have to take two separate ones and break them down. It's so fucking annoying. <laughs> what were we talking about? Um. Oh, the bullshit on your wall. Um. Can I get you something else instead of that Syracuse thing? It's just a piece of the, it's a piece of the dome roof. No, yeah, it's... I know, but hmm. what else would you like? Would you? I got an idea. I'll get you. A piece of Tiger's bumper to hang up there. Oh, yeah, that's dirty. Mm-hmm. Don't talk. Don't talk dirty to me like that. <laughs> um, NHL. Yeah, we're in the NHL now. Now let me start first with. We'll do this. I want to do the same thing as we did with the NFL. Let's do the half season. It's no, like almost half season. Who's your MVP? The NHL. I mean, this is probably chalk. Connor McDavid. I'm going to disagree, man. Okay. Page well, huh? fucking Thompson. Man. I knew you were going to say that. He's going to he get had, some votes for he had, sure. Because he, he had another hat trick the other night. I like how you say it like it's a like, oh, big deal. <laughs> Dude's got fucking 30 goals. Last year he had 38 in an entire season. And the I'm, thing... He's 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 definitely in the conversation. There's no doubt about it. He's six six too, and for what he does, being six six is stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's gonna be McDavid. Like he is a literal cheat code man. He is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Again, I think you and I have talked about it in our time frame. He's probably the best hockey player we've ever seen, and we've seen some fucking hockey players. No, as I said, we we we've seen some legit players. We got, but we said. The ones the 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 greats of all time, the Gretzkys, the Lemieux, the Messiers, the Yagers, we were growing up and they were towards the end of their careers. Mm-hmm. But but in our actual like upwards upper lifetime right now, he he like you said, he's a human cheat code. He is I don't know something crazy. That podcast Spit and Chicklets, they were naming the top three hockey players, and the top three were like, you know, Gretzky, Lemieux, How, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, you could put whoever you want in the fifth spot. They're naming all these guys, not one said fucking Mark Messier. They don't realize how good he actually was. It's crazy, dude. He, he was, he was, he was special. Now let's go off the board. Who's your Vesna winner? Mine's mine. Mine's the guy from the best team in the league. Linus Allmark's been fucking unbelievable. Yeah, they're I, so I, fucking good. For us to squeak out a win against them last Saturday was tremendous. Right. 
I mean, I can't say Shesterkin because he hasn't played well. He hasn't he played terrible. No, I mean, are you looking up stats now? I'm, lo- I'm looking up a couple of things real quick. Every time, every time Luna barks, the dog, I have to look at her and be like, other people can exist. Please stop barking at cars. I mean, as much as I don't, I mean, he, I, the one that's – Vasilevsky's always right, got to be right there, too. He's, yeah, I mean, that's he, not really a bad pick. He, he's not having the best year, but he's still one of the top three goalies in the league. Well, we got to think of what's his name, too, man, from fucking Winnipeg. Hellebuck's a fucking stud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, you're not, you're not wrong there. Um. Really know any other stats to like go over and but right now we're in kind of a heater right now, Nick. Seven out of eight. Yeah, that's like that's like eight out of ten or something like that, though. The Sabres are Sabres are starting to make some noise again. All we're you know why? Because we're getting solid goal goaltending. We're not getting Vesna performances. All we need is to keep it three or under. That's it. We'll score the five or six. It's fine. I think if the playoffs started today, they'd be like 10, I think, uh, 9 or 10. I don't think they'd be in, but they'd be right yeah. on the bubble. And you know the thing is? We were talking about the Sabres. If they squeak into the playoffs, will they beat the one seed? Doubt it. No. But they're not going to be a fucking easy out. No. There's, no, it'll, it'll, be a, it'll, go five, it'll go six games probably. And it's not going to be like, man, Buffalo got killed in those four games. It ain't going to happen. Dude. No. It's a different culture, baby. No. Where are the Rangers right now? Rangers are in third in the Metropolitan. If if the playoffs started tomorrow, they'd be like the four or five. They'd be they'd be in the four or five with like the Devils or the Capitals. They're all right there. They're all like a point or two apart. It's it's a, get, 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 give me Washington. I'll take Washington in the playoffs any day. You guys beat them every fucking year. Yeah. Every year, and you know the thing with Washington is, there's times when you guys beat them and they're up three two games. Or it's three to one, and yep. No, I don't know. With me, the thing still is Boston's fucking unbelievable. So good, so good. Buffalo's the can't... only team from the East to beat them at home, and it took overtime. They, yeah, they're they're nineteen zero and four at home. I was looking at it last night. I was looking. At, I was doing a bet with them last night. Nineteen zero and four at home. Unbelievable. I I really can't go against them as as far as picking somebody to win the cup. How do you? You can't. I And I hate to say, you want to know what sucks? You know why I fucking hate this team so bad? Jack I Eichel? fucking, huh? You talking about Jack Eichel? Oh, uh, who? <laughs> I, I, I know if you, I, I, okay, you're talk, still talking about Boston, but I, yeah, I, thought, I, I thought you were doing like a preface. You know why I hate this team and you were going to say someone else. Who did you just, who? Continue. Why do you I hate, hate Boston? I hate Jack Edwards so fucking much. I get that. He's such a fucking clown, dude. Um, speaking of that, did we talk about Jack Eichel last time? Probably. How he was out for the Sabres game, and it said Vegas loses leading scorer Eichel twenty nine points. I'm like, that's fucking cute. Taste Thomas has got fucking thirty goals. You fucking queef. <laughs> Who would have thought? We thought we got rid of a generational talent. Now we have a fucking generational talent. Yeah. Um, how, old, how old is he? Tomer? Yeah. I'm like 23. 
Yeah, so I knew he wasn't that old, yeah. I think, let me check one last time. I don't think he's that old. Dude, nobody on this fucking team's old. Uh, 25, so I guess he's probably the old man of the group. Yeah. Actually, never mind. I'll post I was like 34. But I don't, like, they talked about, like, do they make a trade? And I don't think so, dude. As long as UPL and Anderson are playing well, you don't want to force the rebuild, even though, I mean, it's really not forcing it at this point. It's been fucking a dozen years. Speaking of trades, is Kane going anywhere or is he staying? I don't think it's been very quiet, hasn't it? Yeah. The rumors for him have gone have gone completely silent. I like the Rangers rumors are finally gone, which if the finally the, the Rangers said they're not gonna give up Lafreniere or Kako for him, which I was gonna lose my mind. Because Kako's playing the best hockey of his career right now. And Lafreniere, Lafreniere was the former number one pick and he's playing decent. And Kane towards the end of his career, they said at this point, if Kane goes somewhere, it's just going to be something for like a second round pick, so he can play like the third or fourth line. And that's well, if, if they that, trade if the Rangers, him. If Rangers give him a second round pick for him, I, I'll put him on the third line any day of the week. Well, if they trade him, fucking Chicago's going to have to eat a big chunk of that salary. Mm-hmm. He's getting what ten or twelve? I think he yeah, he's like ten and a half something like that. Um, you know, I, talk about Kako and Lafren- Lafreniere for a second. I feel like dudes like them, they get a raw deal, man, because all these dudes who get drafted number one, they're supposed to come in and be the fucking franchise player immediately. Look at Darlene. Darlene was number one. He's finally showing what he can do, and it's been four years? Yep. No, that's exactly it. They they put those two together last year with Heedle and the kid line, and the kid they they were talking about breaking it up and talking about dealing one of them away, and they Kept them together, and the three of them are actually playing good hockey together right now. And Sakako has got have, having his best season of his career so far. Lafreniere is a little quiet right now. Heedle's playing well, but said that's that's fine. You guys play the Sabers soon because Lafreniere scores every fucking goal against Sabers. So mm-hmm. normally it's a fucking overtime winner. So hopefully, yeah. Fucking pussy fart. I gotta fucking delete some shit off my computer because my Zoom is running fucking slow as dick. Um, anything else? In the, it's not porn, Nick. <laughs> Just the images of your hog. <laughs> oh, God. I, I noticed your baseball thing back there. Oh. Can we talk about my situation right now? What about the, it? The Mets shelled out $300 million for a dude that just keeps failing physicals. What is the latest? I haven't heard anything in a couple days on it. Uh, I just I just read something. Apparently, they're listening to offers from other teams. As they should. Oh, uh, I no 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 like Correa's agent. Oh really? Which I'm fine with. That's fine. Yeah. I don't care. Because you know why? That saves us three hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. If he was completely healthy, fine. Let's go. Because guess what? He can win a World Series this year and tear every ACL he's ever had. I don't care. What are you looking at? You gotta finish third in the division. How do you win a World Series? Oh my god. Well, I take that back. Philly finished third in the division, almost won the World Series, so yeah, so eat my dick. <laughs> and then there's the Marlins. Oh. And the Nationals. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Even though they won the World Series like three years ago. Uh, uh I don't oh 
Well, now what? What do we talk about now? What else would we like to talk about? I don't know. You sent me the list. You're the one. Let's see. No, we got to talk about uh, some other football first. Oh, yeah, yeah, What yeah. a weird saga this is, no? I, I can't. It's like you can't. It's like a soap opera. You can't turn off something new every day right now. Well, I heard originally it was fucking Claudio Reyna's wife who did it. She did. She came out and said that she said that. Danielle is that her name? She probably, yeah, she she put she put her name she put her name on that. She's probably a rocket. Yep. And uh, no, I guess I mean it's. I don't know if this was bad blood because they because Gio had a bad attitude and was slacking off and just going through the motions. I don't know, and they just kind of just use this as blackmail or what happened. But this has just been crazy. All I know is it's cool for me right now because Burhalter's out, so I don't give a fuck. Well, it's not even he wasn't out. He just his contract was up at the end of the end of. Well, they were holding contract negotiations. Yeah, they just didn't renew him. So I I don't even know who's going to be in line to take that job. I I saw one podcast uh, was talking about uh, Reyna on how he should never play for USA again. Why would? What did he tell his parents to do this? Right, that's said. It was just. Was the coaching staff? I don't know what it is. I mean, who, who knows? But this, it's wild. So I he, guess he, he needs to stay in play because in four years that team could be, be very dangerous in the world. We should probably talk about it, seeing that we didn't even say what happened. You know more about it than I do. Um, what what exactly happened with Greg Burhoff? So he was cited for domestic violence or some sort of assault against his wife. Um, back. It was like 1991, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, it was like it was like in the 90s, and um, I guess Danielle Reyna and her were all four. The Burhalters and the Reynas were like very really tight. good friends, very very tight. Yeah, probably swingers. But um, she kind of they both had bad blood with him for a while. They tried to support her, and it, she she said it took her a long time to start trusting him again. And she's always had this in her back pocket, apparently. And this is just kind of the wild card she played that they're both pissed off that Gio didn't get a fair shake and play play much at all in the World Cup. And now they're outing him and saying what a scumbag he really is, I guess, apparently. Oh, uh, no way. She's not a smoke. She seems like a bitch. Oh, she lo- definitely looks like one, too. Doesn't she? Oh, yeah. Oh. Um, she's, not, she's not ugly. By any stretch of imagination, but... She's like a mom six. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, man, a lot of domestic violence stuff going on, huh? Did you see the video of Dana White? Jesus. And you know what's crazy? Nothing will happen. Nothing. It'll all go away. He was practicing MMA moves. Want to know the craziest thing? Hmm. This is going to sound fucked up. That ain't the first time that happened between them. No, not at all. Because she all. just... Because, dude, that I don't was... know about... That was effortless for him to do that, so he's he's definitely done it before. I've I've never been in a relationship where I've been slapped. I feel like if Dana were to slap me right now, I'd be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" My first reaction wouldn't be to fucking smack her. Yeah, like that's dude. Like she smacked him, and he instantaneously smacked her twice. I think he palmed her in the face too. Like Jesus Christ. Yep. He's done a really good job though, keeping her out of the public eye until now. Mm Hmm. And let's see. Hang on, domestic abuse. Chris Beard got let go from Texas. Shocker. I mean, somebody said it. Can't, it's weird that it came up now because 
I guess she said she started it or something along those lines. Yeah, I haven't really followed the story close. I just saw it. It's sad that this is like, oh, another domestic abuse thing. Another fucking... Jesus Christ, man. I've always been kind of raised where it's like, there's never a situation you hit a woman. Never. Even though there are some times where I would love to. There's a lot of situations that I watch go down and I think in my head, I'm like, this is going to be the time I get to do it. Not to like anybody I know. Say there's like a crazy lady like being an asshole in line at Target because her three-wick candle wasn't on sale and they fucking didn't charge her for the sale. And I'm like, she's... (laughs) I'm like, she's really treating this cashier like shit. And then I'm like, it's time. It's go time. One fucking sharp elbow across the face. Open it up. I'll take Oh, God. Any other sports going? Uh, NBA. NBA, though, did you see that fucking Morant kid? What about him? Scored 71 points a few nights ago. Oh, yeah. Then he got then he got drug tested the next day. Really? Yeah. Um wrestling? Wrestling. Who is what's his name? Uncle Howdy. Um, I read that Vincent played him the other night on SmackDown. Who? Vincent, that Ring of Honor guy that's supposed to be coming over. Vincent. Yeah. And uh, but they're not sure if he's going to be the one that's going to be unveiled as him going forward. Hold up, I oh dude, he's fucking, he's really he's good. good. He's good. He's very good. <laughs> Funny thing is, when I wanted to do a podcast years ago, I messaged him and he want he would have done an interview, but now he doesn't answer my messages. Um, but the room said him him and his partner, I forget his tag partner's name, but they were they're supposed to be coming over, um, and they're. They said, I read apparently that he he was whoever the Uncle Howie, apparently just could be a different uncle now, they're saying now too, that was that show, because it was a different mask that got worn the other night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so he played him. Do you think him. there's two Uncle Howdies, like two Undertakers? I don't know if this, this is like, a, like an Uncle Howdy and then an Uncle something else, but it's 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 a strange story to follow. It's kind of it's interesting, but. So it's, I think, it's definitely interesting because it's one of the few things keeping me involved in wrestling because lately it's been kind of dry. Yeah. Um, Even though your boy came back, John Cena. He did. And he looked he, he looked a little rough. Yeah, but he's he's fucking leaned out. Jesus Christ. There's no fat on that. I mean, not that there wasn't much of him, but he's he's just cut and trim and probably He does dry. have to go back to his old haircut. He looks stupid. Oh, God. He's got that big-ass bald spot, too. Yeah. Um... What's her name showed up in New Japan? That's what I was going to say. So Sasha Banks. I, I was actually awake for that. We're, she looked bad. Whoa. That, the hair was hideous. Oh, yeah. Well, that fucking, that finisher she botched was fucking well, terrible. She, she, she botched it bad. They showed the video. The video was on Twitter of what it was supposed to look like. And then what it, what it ended up being. Like, oh, that was a bad botch. And the rumor I, think... I, saw, I read, too, is that they they the most they've ever shelled out for a like an appearance like that was was for Jericho. They paid him a hundred grand to show up, and they said she made significantly more to show up the other night than. I think the thing is, I see a lot of people saying how the fans didn't give a shit. They didn't, yeah. But also, people don't realize I'm going to sound like a fucking douchebag. Japanese wrestling isn't like that though. Like, no, there's not, not huge crowd pops. You know what I mean? It's not huge crowd pops, and if you noticed, 
they're not right ringside. There's no. there's no one within like 30 yards of the ring. There. No, I do want to go back and watch the main event though. Cause I heard Omega and Osprey was fucking incredible. Was it? They're so good, dude. Who but, ended up winning? Who ended up winning? I don't even know actually. Omega, which sucks. I like Osprey a lot. Yeah. Um, speaking of wrestling, do you see what's his name on the TNT title in AEW? Darby Allen. Ready? I can't fucking stand him, dude. I think he stinks. I think he'll be WWE bound the next couple of years. Fine. He's not a good wrestler. No. no. What else in wrestling? Oh, dude, it's my favorite month for wrestling. It's it's Rumble month, baby. It's my it's, favorite. It's my favorite literally the year. only pay-per-view I watch every year. It's, I used to like Survivor Series when they did like Survivor Series matches for all the matches. Yeah. Um, Who Rumble do you got winning? I mean, what's his name's odds to win are fucking crazy. Cody Rhodes. He's a plus one hundred. I think the second best is like plus four hundred. The, the more and more I'm starting to believe is that The Rock is going to come back and win this. Are you going to be I, pissed if that happens? Because I am. I will be very upset. I don't um, think I said I don't think. Meet with Triple H being in charge. That's going to be the case, mm-mm. but. Don't know. It's it's strongly possible. I'm just trying to figure out how they do Roman and Brock at Romania again. They're not. <laughs> no. The rumor was that the, the possible that the, they were going to do a title split before, and then Roman may drop one of the titles before WrestleMania, but I don't see that happening now. I think it's too late. Who? It would have had, had to been pushed already. Um, Let me ask you a question. Right now, if they did the title split, who would he lose one of the belts to? McIntyre. I like him, man. I do too. He's he's awesome. And I always felt bad for him too because he never really got a really awesome mania moment. No, because there was no fans whenever he won it when he when won he beat play. Brock. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was in, it was in an empty arena, and then the Big Show came out. Y- yeah, I remember watching. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. Ooh, ooh, no. I quacked my neck. Do we have anything else to talk about? Not really. We're going to go to our strangest rank them ever. Uh, this week, Nick, we'll be ranking the top five saddest moments in sports. And from my my look at it, it could be an overall sad moment or just basically a sad moment for you. Right. Mine was when the Braves won a World Series. Which time? <laughs> What's your number wait, one? Wait, so sad moment for you. Does that mean Bill Buckner is going to be on your list? Not a sad moment for me. That was a great moment. (laughs) All right. Um, Why don't you start? I always start. Why don't you start? Um, Mine's going to be Kobe's death. I had had that on there as well. I think because it was probably the first athlete that died where I'm like, holy fuck, man. And I remember like so many people like Jay Williams. I was going through some shit in my life. At the time, and he said something on uh, uh, ESPN. He was like, "You know, this is one of those things where, like, forget what you're, what you got going on with your buddy over there, or your significant other who's sitting on the couch." He's like, "Forget all that shit." He's like, "It's stupid," and it was, and I, I think it compounded with the fact that his daughter was with him too. And the tribute um, for me, the tributes are always like sadder too. Like Jordan's speech was like so. Oh my god, man. I always loved Kobe too. I personally, I think he's better than LeBron. 
I, I do too. I was always a big Kobe guy. You know why I think he's better than LeBron? I don't know how I got on this debate, but he's got the killer. In, he had the killer instinct. Mm-hmm. He had the Jordan in him. He's like, fuck you guys. If you're not going to do it, I'll do it. Yeah. Who's your number one? I mean, I was going back and forth. I definitely had uh, Kobe as the one or possibly the two. Um, but um, I remember watching it live. Um, one of the saddest ones for me. And, and, and it sounds weird to say because you don't really think about me. I was a big NASCAR fan when I was a kid. Shit. Uh, Dale Earnhardt uh, crashing and dying was uh, was a very, very sad moment. I said, my, my, I was a Jeff Gordon guy. My dad was an Earnhardt and Jarrett guy. I was um, an Earnhardt Jr. guy. Yeah, but I said that, I remember that was 2001, I believe. And um, I remember just watching. So my dad went to the Daytona 500 a bunch of times with his buddies and stuff. So I'd sit home and I'd watch it. He wasn't there, um, but so I watched it and we, we, we were watching and it was a, uh, it was a real sad day uh, to watch him. Just I think uh, one of the crazy things about that was I was so young to the point where I think I had like a sleepover at my buddy's house that night. Or we just had the TV on the next day and we saw the crash. Yeah. Nick, hand to God, I was literally like, oh, that happens all the time. Yeah. It was awful. Yeah. And then when, when, when the chief, the president of NASCAR came out and said, today we lost Taylor and I'm like, Jesus Christ. Christ, man. Yeah. My yeah. number two, huh? I'm going to go. I, I'm not going to pronounce the second name, but the 2011 plane crash of the uh, locomotive Russian hockey team. Mm. That was fucking terrible. Because you, if you remember, at the time, we had a girl at Utica College who was Russian on the hockey team. She was little out there but she was pretty fucked up about it it yeah. was just crazy i think it was crazy to see the names on there like pavel dimitra all these dudes who played and i'm like holy shit man um and hockey's probably my favorite sport so i was like jesus fuck yeah definitely i was also trying to make my list not all about like death Right, that's what I was trying. I'm trying to too, um, but most of mine sadly are. <laughs> um, next one, um, you know, I guess the more and more um, I got to learn about it, um, maybe the more and more it bothered me uh, was the Pat Pat Tillman story. Ugh. very very sad story. And uh, I didn't even have that on my list. That's I would say that's a good one, but obviously that's a weird thing to say. Right. It's, um, it's, it's tragic. So. Especially like you said, the more you hear about it, you're like, Jesus fuck, man. Could this like, it seems like it could have been prevented. Like what the fuck? And a dude who turned down millions to go fight for his country died. Who did it, they ever declare? How was it friendly fire? Like, yeah. 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 Both of them, like him and his brother. Right. Yeah. Not, I don't his brother didn't pass away no but was he in the nfl his brother i don't know i don't think so actually um yeah when did that happen that was oh god i don't know um, was i still in high school i don't think i was 2004 fucking wild oh i was in high school um my number two. Three. 
What was my two? Oh, got it, got it. I'm stupid. Okay. This is my first non-death. The Undertaker's first loss at WrestleMania. Oh, God. I, I think it was because... It's so weird to say, isn't it, though? Like, but like, and like, I, I think like the image of him standing in the ring, I was like, what? Especially because it was Brock fucking Lesnar because he's there once a year. Literally going into that mania, I was like, he's not going to lose the fucking him. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And then like, I don't even, to be honest, dude, I don't know what was sadder, him losing to him. Or him losing to Reigns, mainly because the Reigns match was one of the worst matches I've ever seen. Which one? Oh, oh, Undertaker and Russell? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Do you great. remember how it ended? It just kind of yeah. like yeah. like he's, Reigns he's, ran against the ropes a hundred times and then speared him, and then that was it. Yeah, he said, he's like, I was embarrassed. I didn't want to end, out on, end on that because that was, I was not in yeah. shape for that match. And, yeah. To be honest with you, if you want to stay on him, his last WrestleMania match against AJ Styles might have been the best way they could have done it. It put him in no position to get hurt. It put him in no position to botch anything. The match mm-hmm. against Goldberg was fucking terrible. Yep. Goldberg almost killed him. Yep. What's your number four, boss? Or three? Since oh. you start, since, since you started. Yeah, yeah. Shut up. Well, I'll I'll stay on that topic, sort of. Um, I remember watching it as a kid when Owen Hart fell from the rafters and and died. I remember hearing because obviously I was a kid, so I went to bed early that night. Yeah. I remember hearing on Sports on the next day. I'm like, oh my god! And you know, one of the sadder things was the following Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. It's it's weird because a video just came up on my YouTube a couple days ago. Stone Cold getting in the ring, pounding beers, and just raising his beer to the picture of, of Owen. Yeah. It awful. Yeah. It was so sad. Another one, like people can argue with me all they want. I will take this one to the grave. I think wrestling wise, I think Owen Hart was better than Bret Hart. Yep, 100%. No doubt. Like athleticism, dude. Bret Hart, I'm sorry, but again, I you'll probably disagree. I thought Bret Hart was one of the most overrated wrestlers of all time. I was not a fan. I was never a big fan. There was never a match that I watched of him. Like this was fucking incredible. I could say that one time. His his WrestleMania match against Stone Cold. That was probably the double turn was a great match. But was that because of him? That that's uh, I doubt it. No, I wouldn't say that. And it's funny because it, my buddy's a huge uh, Bret Hart fan, and he always talked about how like in his book he said stuff like Triple H has never had a memorable match. I'm like, dude, do you not remember his two matches against Taker? They might have been the two greatest Mania matches ever. Yeah. And Shawn Michaels is like enemy there had. I, I'm not the biggest Shawn Michaels fan, but his matches were fucking stunners. Mm-hmm. Um, my number four. Yeah. Okay. This is gonna be. Uh, this is one for me. For you. Yeah, like it. It, it genuinely made me tear up watching it because I believe it was a Monday night game. Um, I, th- I think I know where you're gonna go with this. It's one of two, and if it's one of them, I'm okay with it. If it's the other one, I can't stand him, so I'm not going to go. Oh no, you, you, I'm. If there's any way you can't stand this guy, then we have a real fucking problem. When Luke Keekley got his concussion on Monday Night Football, oh, when he got his concussion, and that was basically the end. Like, I think he retired a year later. Um, 
yeah. and they were carrying him out on the cart or the, the whatever the, the yeah the cart with the wheels. But he uh he was crying like because it's almost like he knew like this was my ex concussion like this could be it like and that was a dude who just loved football and he was the heartbeat of the fucking Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. He was for my money the best linebacker I've ever seen. He had what did I just say for my money? Why who was better, Nick? Well, I wanted to touch on something else I thought about just the NFL because the, the finalists for the Hall of Fame and I mean I didn't see it. But but we'll talk about that after rank them quick. All right. Um Luke Kiki was a fucking pro's pro, captain's captain. Like I fucking love the guy. Probably my favorite Panther of all time, him and Steve Smith. It sucks seeing him go out like that. It was fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, my number four, um, there's kind of two kind of intertwined, but one's more in our lifetime. So I'll, I'll, uh, touch. So everyone always talks about the, uh, the Jim Valvano speech, the, um, but again, we were very young at that point, so it doesn't really resonate much with us. Um, for me, and his, his death anniversary of his death was just the other day too. Uh, Stuart Scott, when Stuart Scott spoke at the ESPYs, his, his three minutes, three and a half minute speech there, uh, just. I have I have goosebumps thinking about it. It does. It was one of the most emotional speeches. I said I, I mean I was devastated, and a tribute to. I remember hearing it first from Rich Eisen on the air that. Holy shit, man! Whenever uh, Stuart Scott passed away on the NFL and, you know, Network, right? Yep, and said turn the turn the pillow over to the cool side tonight. And when he was, said. Yeah. It's it's giving me chills wanting to say it. When yeah. he said, "I have cancer, but cancer doesn't have me." Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit, man! You beat cancer by how you live each day and all that stuff too. It was it was uh, it was very it was special. I said every year on his anniversary, I said I always just it's always possible on Twitter. I always just listen to the speech again. It's just one of those things that was very special. Oh yeah, when I need when I need something, I'll be honest with you. I listen to his speech. I listen to Valvano's speech. Mm-hmm. Um, my number five yep. is a quick one. When we took Jack Eichel number two overall, I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, my number five, I got a few of them. Um, you know, it sucks. Mm. You just brought something up earlier that I said, I'm going to put on my list. Like it made something resonate in my head. I can't remember what the fuck it was. Uh, my number five. Oh, this is tough. Uh, this one is kind of from your home turf. I think because you're never going to believe this. He was probably my favorite golfer at the time. When Payne Stewart died. I fucking, one. I think because I was a kid and I'm like, dude, look at this guy. He's great. He's wearing high socks. He's wearing a little caveat. Yep. Like, didn't he just win the, o- the U.S. Open not too long before that? It, it, a helicopter crash, I believe. And it was just, again, like, it's it's always weird to me. It come Because you know how it is, man. You're how old? 36, 37? Uh, 37. I'm 36. I've been watching sports my entire life. Normally when somebody dies, it's like, oh, he was 90, he was 80. But when somebody who's, like, playing the sport dies, I'm like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. Hold on one second. Go ahead. 
Yeah. He said he he won the ninety nine US Open and then his plane crashed in ninety nine, just right after. That's yeah. crazy. October. He won it in he won it in June and that his jet his jet crashed in October. Um but yeah, all right. Um for me, um I mean a sad a sad one, but a happy one for me. Like it was I was glad he got his farewell tour uh, when Chipper announced his retirement. That was a sad one for me. Uh, he's always been my guy since day one. Um, yeah, relax. You're just mad because he owned the Mets and named his kid Shea after after Fuck him. But uh, Hope Chipper his kid becomes a serial uh, killer. Rightfully a first ballot Hall of Famer, and uh, that was a sad, sad one, but happy. Did I? But I got I got a couple bonus ones. Wait. Uh, <laughs> This one's pretty heavy. Did I ever tell you the day Keekly retired? No. It was out of nowhere, out of nowhere. Yep. And when he retired, it was actually the day my ex-wife asked for a divorce. Oh. And obviously I was at my house. Because obviously you know the backstory. It came out of nowhere. Right. Um, I was at my house with my brother and a couple of my buddies. I was wasted. It was like a fucking Tuesday. And it said Luke Keekly retires. I go like this. I'm like, I'm like, I'd rather get fucking divorced. <laughs> oh. What are you watching? What just happened? What, what happened? Are you? Sorry. Was that? What's it called? Was that? Was that Ted Lasso? No. Yes, it was. I heard Roy Kent. Oh, it was. Yeah, it, it was. Um. You watch that show? Oh yeah, great show. Fucking on. It it reminds me of The Office, like hilarious, but it's also a good fucking show. Yeah. Um, what are your? I was just I was just pulling off something that an advertisement came up for it. So. <laughs> oh, that's the worst when you go on a website like Fox or something and it comes up. An advertisement comes up, yeah. But um, a couple honorable said I feel like we, we touched on Demar Hamlin, or Hamlin, sorry, and that's uh, very very tragic. Um, but the one I, I'm kind of focused now that he's hopefully going to pull through and he's been okay. I feel better about uh, the one I'm just like sick about right now is you see Peyton Hillis, horrible. Oh, what oh, I said. Hope just the latest update is that he is in the ICU in critical care right now. I um, didn't. I, I saw it randomly because it's one of those things. Like I, I every once in a while, I go on Twitter, right? Yeah. And if I see somebody's trending, I'm like, why is Peyton Hill is trending? Yeah. And then I looked it up. I'm like, Jesus Christ, man! Saves his kids from drowning, and now he's fighting for his life. Reminds me of what's his face? Um, who did it? Uh, Shad, right? Yep. Yep. Ground saving his son. Another sad one, dude. Like, no. um, I see. Here's the thing. I wanted to put like the ultimate warrior on there. Yeah. I think, I think that was sad to me because it was like the dude's finally getting to it. He's finally becoming a decent person. Because I don't know if you've ever seen documentaries on him. He was he, a he, piece of he, shit. He was a he was a legit piece of shit. He really was. He was like not he was person. at one point. He was like a super right wing like nut job. Yeah. Like he he was not very like. Routinely just walked out whenever he felt like it. And yep. came. Um, one, another another honorable mention I had too. Uh, speak on that same was, <laughs> and I just saw the video again the other day. Just popped up randomly. Eddie Guerrero having a heart attack in the ring. And... It didn't hit me that much because I really wasn't. I mean, not to say it wasn't right. awful. Was that real? Did he actually have a heart attack? Yeah, and said they. So I I just I watched the video back and it was a it was a six man tag match against the Dudleys and and Bradshaw. 
And he finally, after people realized something was seriously wrong and he couldn't move, Bradshaw tagged in, yelled at the ref to count it to end the match so they can get some help out there for him. Oh, see, I never saw. I honestly, I'm not being a douchebag. I thought it was just a work. Like I, I, because all I've seen was that part. I never saw the Bradshaw part. Yeah. No, the, they were fighting. He got him out of the ring and he was getting ready to do something. And he just literally just froze up and collapsed. And the ref screaming at him, help, trying to help him. And finally they realized something was wrong. So he, ta- he, he slapped in, tagged in, yelled the ref to count him out, count the pin. And then they ran and got help get him in there. It was a, uh, that was a tough one too. I guess kind of staying on that quick. Do you have any injuries that stood out to you as sad? Cause like, I try to think of like horrific injuries. And I, I did said, like a, the, the Ryan Shazier paralysis we talked we touched on earlier. Um, I was never a big fan, but one that was said whenever I was young, I do remember watching uh, the Joel Theismann injury. Yeah, big one. Well, especially seeing LT and these guys call for a trainer. Mm-hmm. See, that's the thing. Like you just said, I think of like horrific injuries, but it's not like Demar Hamlin. All in all, seems like a fucking amazing human being yep when yep. i see these other injuries i'm like ah yeah that guy got hurt but he's kind of a piece of shit right like mcgahee's injury turns out he's kind of a douchebag one that stood out for me in college was south carolina's running back marcus Lattimore, because he had the same injury as mcgahee and he never i'm pretty sure the niners drafted him yeah, they did. Um, yeah. And he never could get it. And it sucked because he was incredible in college. But And obviously, there's never another one just thinking about that, too, is just because there's never been a proven or never been an official video on it because it was a practice one. And it's good to see that he's back playing Teddy Two Gloves, Teddy Bridgewater's injury, too, which they said. Um, they said it was horrific. Uh, and speaking of that, said one guy that I always liked that. Alex Smith too got got comeback player of the year a couple of years ago. There's said another horrific injury, and they said like he was going to be amputated and may have actually died. And he came back and he was playing. So I mean, it's, um, good to see some success out of it too. I guess one again, kind of like the Pat Tillman thing, but in a different scenario, was Tyler Skaggs' death, the pitcher from the Angels. Yeah, everything that came about came out about it. It turns out wasn't it a player in the locker room who sold him the shit. Yeah, it was one. It was like one of the trainers or something like that yep. or something. Eric K. I just looked it up. Jose Fernandez, the, the Marlins pitcher there. He was was that what it was? Oh, Fernandez, that Fernandez. Was, you know what the thing was? The They're crash. in our division. I fucking loved that kid. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. was a hell of a pitcher. Yeah. Um then the next night they actually come out and play and D Gordon hits his first career home run and against the Mets. Mm-hmm. From the other side of the plate. <laughs> um I had I had Earnhardt's death. I had one thing that kind of sucked to me because I watched him throughout college and he was the number two pick in the draft. Ryan Leaf's career, man. It's that I, I looked at that and I thought about that, but said a lot of that stuff he did to himself and I, well, I have especially that. like after his career, he went to jail for I think selling pills and buying yeah. pills and yeah. now I think he's doing fine. Hopefully he stays on the straight and narrow. Yeah. It just sucks because, like, I remember in Washington State, and obviously I didn't know much about football back then, but I'm like, I would take him number one overall of Peyton Manning, who's like a fucking Hall of Famer. Yeah. Um, You know what's a sad good thing for me that I always cry at, or at least get emotional? You know, um, 
when Michael Scott leaves the office, oh, it gets me every time. I get it. Oh, awful. The end of Rudy, I get it. We doing this? No. I love Rudy. I know. I only watched it once this season. Um, when I can't think of the guy's name, his name's David something. Do you ever see the videos where the dude from the Hall of Fame goes up to the Hall of Fame inductees and tells them they're in the Hall of Fame? Yeah. Are those not amazing? They're they're great. And he speaks so well. And how he talks, I'm like, oh my, I'm like, put me in the, tell me that. The ones that pop up all the time, obviously, I mean, I was never a big Jimmy Johnson fan, but that one pops up because it was on live on air. The Bill Cowher one I liked, it was on air. Yeah, he's not, he doesn't do it anymore. He's not the president of the Hall of Fame anymore. So yeah. I, I tried watching ones from last year, but what they do now is they send players like who played with them. Right. It's also pretty awesome. Yeah. Another thing now that it's just, it's also a little bit of a tearjerker. You ever see the the military that I'm coming home videos that scroll up to? Oh, doesn't really do it for me anymore. No, you, it, I get it. Um, I, I have one that you're going to laugh at me for. I guess it was a happy sad. You've seen uh, Manti's documentary. Yeah, I did watch it. His speech at the end when he was talking about all these people who was like, who was like Jesus Christ? Who were like talking shit about him, talking this and talking that and doing this, and then he talks about how there's like this one kid or this one guy who supported him through all this and is a real fan of him, and he has to pick those people out and like not everybody's trying to attack him, and he's trying. Um, it was so fucking awesome. Yeah. Have we ever talked about that on here? The documentary. We had to. Have. We did not talk about the documentary. Dude, how big of a piece of shit is that girl? Guy, girl, whatever he or she is. You know, you know what? Dana, Dana was watching it with me. And she's like, you look fucking angry. I'm like, I'm real fucking angry. Because <laughs> that Lene died. You could have fucking left it at that, dude. Yep. You could have left it at that. But you were craving attention. From, at the time, you could say what you want, the best player in college football. And, and and those fucking douchebags from, what was it, Deadspin? Yep. They're like, we weren't trying to do this. Yes, you were. TMZ, maybe it was? I don't remember. No, it was Deadspin, because I was like, who the fuck are these guys? Yeah. It, I knew something was up. and it, Dude, kudos to him for making this documentary, because he could have just left it at this. Right. And I thought, I was very happy that Netflix didn't try to paint this person as a victim the whole time. I think they did kind of in the second episode for a few minutes, but I'm like, no, fuck that. Because I don't know, Vice actually, staying on the victim thing, Vice had a documentary about the Will Smith murder before. Mm -hmm. And they basically kind of painted it as like, he's a piece of shit, it was his fault. I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah. Um. So what did you want to talk about? Um. So two things. I'm uh, pretty proud thing. of you because I'm surprised. I would have forgot. Yeah. Two th uh, so first thing... Um. Is the did you see a list for the finalists for the NFL Hall of Fame? I did not. There's 15 guys on here, and there's a strong case made for every single one of them to be in. There, it's this this finalist list is unreal. So I'll read it to you while you're looking. David Baker, that's the guy's name. Yeah, David Baker, that's right. Um, Jared Allen, phenomenal. Okay. Willie Anderson, great tackle for a long time. Rondé oh. Barber, long career. Dwight Freeney. Great career. Devin Hester absolutely deserves to be in. Corey Holt, Andre Johnson, 
Albert Lewis, a little before our time. Mm -hmm. uh, Darrell Revis. Uh, Joe Thomas, first ballot guy, he will absolutely get in. Oh, 100%. Uh, Zach Thomas, another great player for a long time, even though he was a cowboy at the end of his career. DeMarcus, <laughs> Ware, DeMarcus Ware, I'm not was never a big fan of. Good player. Reggie Wayne deserves it. Darren Woodson, I can deserve it. And then the last one on there who in Did my you life passed him? Huh? Did you skip him? Because I'm reading the list and he was not the last one on the list. Well, I did skip him, but okay. he's my favorite 49er in my lifetime. And he his knock is, is that he only played eight years. Dude, he, seven, he, seven of those eight years, he was first team all pro and led the league. Patrick he, Willis absolutely deserves to be a Hall of Fame. Do you not remember when he beat his wife? I just made that up. Um yeah, like, he did not. Oh like, He uh, actually he actually has a, another dude with a great story. Is he one? Was he the one who was adopted? Came out from in the from the shit area of mm -hmm. the trenches of Tennessee, Mississippi. Yep, exactly. Okay, yeah. how many people do they take every year? There's that. There's no limit. That's what I'm saying. There is a strong case made for this class to be like ten or eleven. Okay, let's do. Okay, take take seven. Seven. Yep. All right. Guarantees that should be in this year in my mind. Uh -huh. All right. Joe Thomas. Yep. Jared Allen. Yep. Devin Hester. Okay. Uh, that wasn't a yep. Um, no, I, I don't disagree with you. I think I think kick returners don't get enough love. No, they don't. Um, those let's see. Um, I would say Andre Johnson. I think his Border last one. few seasons killed him. Yeah, that, that's the thing. These guys that go to the end of these places in their career. Um Darrell Rivas, he's got to be in. He's, I agree. He, that was it. Um, what was that? How many was that? Four? Yeah, four. Willie Anderson will get in. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Reggie Wayne. And I said my, my, my seventh would be Patrick Willis. It may be a little biased. Maybe Torrey Holt deserves it a little more. Maybe Dwight Freeney, but the end of his career kind of killed him too. I'm going to go – oh, God, I forgot he even played for the Chargers. Um, I'm going to go Darren Woodson. Even though never a big Cowboys fan, I fucking love Darren Woodson. I thought he was awesome. He, he was. Um, I, DeMarcus Ware, another one, his last few seasons really killed him. Yeah, he he was he did nothing in Denver. He was either he was either go, go, go or nothing. Um. I'm going to go Joe Thomas, 100%. Willie Anderson, another 100%. Yeah. Joe Thomas was an Iron Man. He was literally the guy, dude, who, like, miss, played. Didn't, didn't miss a game in his NFL career in 10 years. Are you sure? I thought he missed one at the end. If, maybe at the end he did. but as a, No, as I'm a... pretty sure that's what happened. Like, he missed the game, and then he's like, I'm done. I retired. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Yeah. So well, I said I... Willie Anderson, Joe Thomas. Who else did I say? Uh, Darren Woodson. Don't really know much about Albert Lewis, so I'm going to pass on him. Just just pausing for a second so you can think. I remember, you remember the Joe Thomas story when he got drafted? Do you remember that? No. Joe Thomas, I think, was number two or three pick overall. I think two to Cleveland, yeah. He did not – he was not at the draft. You know where he was? I do not. Fishing on his boat with his dad. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Yeah. You know what's weird? Have you looked at him? He looks like he can still fucking play. He absolutely can still play. You know what's crazy about all these? He was a the number three pick, my fault. 
Yeah. You know what's crazy about all these linemen who retire? They just lose a bunch of weight and look great. I'm like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Um, again, uh, Darren Woodson, Joe Thomas, uh, Willie Anderson, Zach Thomas. I don't know another dude who played really well. His Cowboys career, his Cowboys years sucked. His last couple of years in uh, Dolph Miami weren't that great. I'm gonna go Darrell Revis. He was, in my opinion, one of the first shutdown corners I can remember. Yep, I agree. Um. Damn, Dwight Freeney played for that many different teams after the Colts. Yes. Uh, was it was it all practice squads? Because like he played for Atlanta, Detroit, and Seattle in two thousand. Yeah, I don't ever remember him suiting up in Seattle. Um, Andre Johnson, another one. Like I said, his last couple years in Houston weren't great. Indy weren't great. Uh, Reggie Wayne, I would put in because I think he was grossly underrated. Yeah, he got overshadowed by Marvin Harrison most of his career. Yep. What was that, four? Yes, uh, five. I said Woodson, Wayne, Thomas, Revis. Uh, Woodson, Wayne, Thomas, Revis. No, that's all I said. Oh. And Anderson, Willie Anderson, sorry. Yeah, that was yeah, that was it. Rondé Barber I'd put in, another dude who was a shutdown guy. I don't think he gets enough love either for what he did for those defenses. Right. And what's that, five? Six. Sorry, I just knocked my garbage can over. One more. Hmm. Patrick Willis was a fucking monster, dude. Even playing with that club on his fucking hand. (laughs) He was was a scary-looking motherfucker, dude. And he's one of the nicest guys there is, too. I follow him on Instagram and just watch all his videos and stuff like that. He's a freaking great guy. Now, you said you had one more thing after that. Um, Yeah, it's just – I know we kind of touched a little bit on it earlier um, on the um, – Okay. Uh, Sorry, I just drew a blank. Uh, DeMar, oh, sorry, the Demar Hellman thing. And uh, I guess so, just to give a little shout-out, watching – and listening to Ryan Clark and Scott Van Pelt through that whole thing, they didn't get the credit they deserved of how no. consummate professionals they were through that entire thing. They were sitting there. Everything they said was about praying for him and the, if the games didn't matter and all it was all was about the atmosphere and the brotherhood and stuff. And they didn't shoot their mouths off on Twitter like some innate, ignorant people what did. What a fuck face he is, huh? Uh, I, did you see Shannon Sharp showed up two days later and well did you see the clip from that he tried talking and well first off i don't respect skip bayless after how he talked to shannon sharp a few weeks ago right that was pathetic how he what are you 12 you sit there and say tom brady's better than you one's a one's a quarterback one's a tight end completely different positions you can't compare yeah he goes i won three super bowls he's like he won six dude fuck off I can't believe Shannon – he must be getting paid, Shannon Sharp, because I don't think there's any fucking way he would do a fucking show with that guy. Right. No. That's... But you're 100% right, and credit to Zach Taylor and Sean McDermott. Yeah, they they did it They did it right away. Um, everyone, everyone at ESPN said they, they did great jobs. Um, even Aikman and Buck the whole time, too. And then Susie Culver and the, everyone in the studio, they just they – did, they did a great job. Somebody said on Facebook that – like – 
they're like, is anybody watching this? What Susie Culver said, she should get fired tomorrow. What did she do? Oh, I didn't see anything she said. I thought she was. I can't pinpoint anything she said or any of them said on the broadcast. I thought Schefter was great. I thought McFarlane was great. Yeah. She, who? It, Susie was the third one with him, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember anything anybody said that was bad. No, me either. Um, and, and going back to dipshit, I understand what he was saying. But then was not the time to say it. No. No. He's such a douchebag. Um, but that's dude. That's a long one this week. Yeah, I did not expect that. And you know what time it is? That's what Dana says too. Dinner time? No. When I say it was a long one, she's like, "Yeah, I didn't expect that." No. Um, no, I gotta poop. Me? Yeah, I gotta go get some food. Well, God bless you, brother. Right. Um, I'll see you. I don't know, probably in a couple months. Congrats! Congrats on engagement too. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You want to do the same day? Uh, yeah. So you're paying for one. Might as well pay for two, right? Wait, what? I'm not paying for <laughs> shit. We're just getting pizza. There you go. We've already both done one, Nick. Let's not make a big deal about this second one. Her, her. Oh, <laughs> like me. Wait, what? But all right, buddy. I love you. Stay sweet. All right, I love you. See you.